Shalom Aleichem, everybody. It's Sarah Rosh Hashanah. Usually we speak about the Parsha week. Hopefully we'll get there. But uh, the first thing is really to speak about Rosh Hashanah because Rosh Hashanah is like, it's not the holiest day of the year, but it's the most important day of the year. It's like wet cement. Whatever you write inside sticks. It's very powerful. It's a very powerful day. Yeah, we have to get that through our heads and we have to be able to use the day properly. It's not a relaxing day. It's not the two-hour shluff, three-hour shluff in the afternoon, Shabbos afternoon type of day. It's a day of work. It's a day of work. It's a day of Tehillim. Today you're trying to make sure you're not going to be upset at anybody. You're going to calm down. You can totally control, totally in a good mood all the time. Be smiling, be happy, be giving. That's the way to live Rosh Hashanah. And uh, we'll talk soon about how we're going to dive in for. Um, last week's parasha, there was a certain thing that really, a certain puzzle that really uh, striked my curiosity. I wanted to share it with you. During the Talchacha, so Akash Baruch Hu tells us the different things that Chashom uh, are bad. They're not going to be so nice. And um, the way it says it is very interesting because it doesn't say, let me just find it for a second. Um, instead of saying straight out that you're not going to have things, it says you're going to have things, but you're not going to be able to enjoy them. For example, it says you can have vineyards. Here it goes. Okay, got it. Is there a Rav Sada? You'll have plenty of, of produce. Uma'ata, so you'd only be able to, to gather a little bit because ha'arba, because the locusts are going to ravage the, the fields. You're going to have tremendous vineyards. You're not going to be able to drink wine because you're not going to have any because because the worms are going to get to the vineyards. Zeisim yulecha, you can have plenty of olives. V'chol gulecha, v'shem alosazachi yishal zeisecha. You're not going to be able to eat to anoint yourself with the oil because the 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 olive trees will become will be. I think it means become weak. Why does it say it this way? Why say it in a way that it's saying you're going to have plenty, but you won't be able to enjoy it? Just say you won't have. You won't have the tool. You won't. You, it's a curse, right? Bad things happen because you didn't do the rosh hashem. You're not going to have olive trees. You're not going to have vineyards. Why say that we're going to have plenty, but we won't, but we won't, be, able to, we won't be able to enjoy it? So I thought, <coughs> I thought that it has to be a, a case of mida kineg mida because the truth is that Kodesh Baruch gives us so much, and we we have a brain, we have a brain to appreciate it, we do, but we don't appreciate, we don't say thank you, and the frustrating part is that we, if we would think about it, we would be able to say thank you, and if we said thank you enough, that would bring even tremendous more bracha as we go further. But we don't, and that's what the frustrating part is, and that's why Kodesh Baruch says, that's me, the Kinegi I'm going to do the same by you. You're going to have plenty of olive trees, plenty of vineyards, but you won't be able to actually take advantage of it because it's me, the Kinegi because you didn't take advantage of what you had. Which brings me to the main point. The main point is we have to thank Kodesh Baruch for everything that we have. The famous story with the Rabbi Victor Miller that his kids saw him when he came home, and when they came home, they didn't meet their father. So the father, the, the Rabbi Victor Miller, was holding his um, breath with his head in the bucket of water. And they asked him, Tati, Tati, what are you doing? He said, I'm, I don't think I have enough appreciation for the air that he gives me to breathe. And I wanted to make sure that I really, really feel and appreciate fresh air. That's what he was doing. So he's trying to think, to figure out how do I make myself appreciate and thank Hashem even more. So the best way on my mind to live Rosh Hashanah is to say thank you. Thank you and appreciation of Kosh Baruch to Davin, that Hashem's greatness and His Malchus should be revealed in this world, that everybody should, also, everybody should be aware of the need and the, the, 
the necessity to say thank you, to, be, to feel, to feel the gratitude, to feel the wonderful gratitude. Because Baruch made a good world. He did. But we don't appreciate it because we always want more when we take the things we have for granted. And that's terrible because Baruch Hu gave us so much. He gave us so much. We have to really be thankful to to if you if we're healthy and well to look down on our bodies and figure and thank Kosh Baruch Hu. When you go to sleep at night, you don't plug in your brain and your heart. You plug in your phone, right? In the morning, in the morning, your phone is invigorated, but you weren't plugged in. But your but your heart and your lungs, everything is working. Thank God. There's a story. My uh, one of my kids was once uh, when a little baby had a problem with with uh, kidneys, and um, the doctors. Didn't know what it was going to be, and there, this pretty this nephrologist was pretty haughty, pretty much a Balgaiva here in uh, Israel in the, one of the hospitals they were in, and uh, he said we had we he says no, the kidneys are not functioning. We have to take a biopsy, send it to Cleveland, Ohio. They have a children's hospital. We we'll get back results, then we'll know better. But right now, maybe Rav Kaduri would know better than me. You know, he's like he was just being very cynical. The the results took a while to come back, and while they were while they were waiting those few days, um, for no apparent, well, I just want to, I'm sorry, I forgot to say, he basically said the prognosis is going to be the, either be bad or worse. He didn't say it was going to be good. It could be bad or worse. Then exactly how bad, he's going to find out when the when the results come in. So, okay, so this uh, this haughty guy, thank God, was uh, was pretty perplexed when the results came back inconclusive. And two days before the results came back, my child started to have better results in the kidney functions, and it started getting better on its own. And it got better and better and better until we released to the hospital with this nephrologist scratching his head, not knowing where it came from. And we know where it came from. It came from all the people's families davening and praying to Kosh Baruch that it should get better. And Baruch Hashem got better, and now this person is an adult, a very happy, successful, wonderful individual. And uh, it's all thanks to thanks to Kosh Baruch Hu. We have to thank Kosh Baruch Hu that our kidneys work. Thank Kosh Baruch Hu that our brain works, our lungs work, everything about us. And if we're married, thank Kosh Baruch Hu that we have a spouse. And even if it's difficult sometimes being married, thank Kosh Baruch Hu. Rabbi Gamliel just spoke to us. He was he said he's married for he's married for fifty two years, and he says it's not easy. It's difficult. So what? We were here to work. Not everything is easy in this world. We're here to work. And I think that's the most important thing to have in mind the Rosh Hashanah, is that Kosh Baruch Hu should be the Melech over all his creations, and we should all recognize that Kosh Baruch Hu is the Melech. If we daven, the Mashiach should come, and Hashem should be the Melech, and we have that 100% as the main focus of our prayers, then every single personal thing that we could possibly have in mind is automatically going to follow, because everything follows Hashem's Melechus in this world. So that's the best deal to do, is to work on our thanking of Kosh Baruch Hu, and praying that his mouth must be revealed in this world. Atem Nitzavim Mayom. Atem Nitzavim Mayom is the parasha. What's Atem Nitzavim Mayom? You're standing here today. No matter what we did to, to to do bad, we deserve the curses. Rashi says that when we heard the curses, our faces turned green and we didn't know what to do with ourselves. We felt like, how can we possibly stand up to all these curses? Hashem said, relax. Moshe Rabbeinu said, relax. You're here today. You did a lot to anger at Baruch Baruch but you're all here today. Hashem loves you. He wants you. To, to live, to prosper, to be happy, to be well. That's why you're here today. Just do the right thing. Keep everything good in mind. And you'll be good. And you'll do tshuva. Whatever you need to tshuva for, you do tshuva. And Hashem Baruch only wants you to have a wonderful year. It says in the Navi that Hashem, to, uh, the Navi told Klai Yisrael when they came up from Golos Bovo. And a lot of them had 
married out, and they all had to send their way their Gayasha wives. And they had done terrible of what is they done everything bad. They came back to to what's it called Terrace Israel and it was about the Rosh Hashanah, and they were all scared. We did terrible things, and the Kosh Baruch Hu said the Navi to tell them, go home, eat good drinks, eat sweet foods, eat meat, drink wine, enjoy. Hashem is your power. He is Hashem. He ma'oyzchem. Hashem loves you. Just do tshuva, focus on the good, thank the Kosh Baruch Hu, and everything will be good. Don't just eat and drink and be merry. You have to really do tshuva. You have to really be malach Kosh Baruch Hu, the melech. And thank him, and thank him, and don't stop thanking him. And if you don't stop thanking him, HaKosh Baruch will give us more and more reasons to continue to thank him. Have a wonderful Rosh Hashanah, a good Shabbos, and a good Kibbutz Dior. And we should all be zeichet to see each other very soon here in Eretz Yisrael.